for Zamparelli on 2FM. With Virgin Mobile. Freedom of calling to brighten up your winter mornings. Virgin Mobile. Bring on amazing. Now, my next guest loves, loves, loves setting himself a new target, whether it's cycling or cooking, but this year's he's going back to his roots and you might see him pounding the paths in parks around the country on Saturday mornings. I'm joined by former Olympian, sports commentator and VHI ambassador David Gillick. Good morning, David. How's it going? I'm good, Jan. How are you? Not too bad. Now, we're going to get to the running in just a minute. But first, uh, I believe you nearly got your marching orders at the weekend after the National uh, Cycle Cross Championships. What happened there? (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, you said it in the intro there. I like to give myself a bit of a challenge. And I decided uh, over the last couple of months that I try out this sport that I watched on TV called Cyclocross, which is essentially like cross-country running on a bicycle. Oh. and I started off there a couple of months ago when the weather was quite dry and uh, the ground was fairly firm. And then the National Cross, National Cycle Cross were on there up in Armagh last weekend. And um, to say the mud was biblical was an understatement. Um, slipping, sliding, carrying bikes, all the rest of it. But it was a bit of fun, um, but it was ridiculously hard. And I've got to be honest, it's, uh, today's what, Tuesday? Mm-hmm. I'm still very much in recovery mode. Um, the body's aching, but you know what? It was a bit of crack and a bit of fun that got me outside. So Good, on you. Good <laughs> on you. Good on you. So when did you take up cycling? Well, I like I was always, see, through my running background, unfortunately, as I got a little bit older, the body began to kind of break down a little bit. So in terms of kind of injury prevention and trying to keep myself, uh, you know, running, I started in a bit of cycling just to kind of keep fit. And then during lockdown there recently, I um, I got involved into like kind of, it's called the e, like Zwift. It's like e, uh, e virtual cycling, e-cycling they call mm-hmm. it, um, where you're, you're virtually racing against other people. And that kind of got me a little bit more in through the lockdown. And I was racing on that. And then, um, and that's kind of where it all kind of started, you know. So I like, I like to keep myself fit and keep it varied. And that's the thing. Like, yes, like, running is a huge part of my life, but, you know, the body just isn't what it used to be. So I try and kind of, get on the bike when I can and, and uh, that's and the key isn't it? I was actually talking about this with my husband yesterday it's important to keep uh, your exercise varied isn't it because yeah. then your body gets used to doing a certain thing and it's good to do a bit of everything whether that's walking or swimming or dancing or classes or running or whatever uh, listen is it true you even took on Nicholas Roach uh, <laughs> did you beat him um, did I walk with your mouth not a chance um <laughs> No, God, yeah, it was one of these kind of virtual things and they set it up with, with Nicholas Roach, who obviously, you know, to uh, Dance with the Stars and done very well on the weekend. Um, but yeah, like that, like he's, he's he's different gravy now, you know. He um, is. Oh, no, he is. I didn't uh, catch him at all. No, no chance. He did amazing on the show. He was so nervous because one thing he said for his whole life, he's been trained to be a certain way, like over the yeah. bike and keep everything. And now he has to go against everything he knows and loosen up and, and be fluid and dance. And I think it's going to take him a while to get into it. He definitely has potential. Uh, so what do you think? Would you be tempted yourself to do dancing? <laughs> You'd be amazing! Um, I, I would you give over. Well, you know what? There's a lot of sports stars on the show, which is great to see. And... You know, it's encouraging to see, like you mentioned, kind of Nicholas there, you know, he, he's programmed to do a certain thing for so long, like Ellen Keane, like yeah. uh, Nina Carberry. They're very, you know, it's it's their focus is on kind of one discipline. And then you kind of see them do other things. And it's even the simple things like moving left to right, jumping, kicking legs out in front of you, all that sort of stuff would be very, very alien to a lot of athletes. 
um, because you're programmed to do one thing. I'll be honest, I was approached uh, a couple of years ago to to get involved in the show, but um, we were expecting a first child around that time, Oscar and stuff like that. So just the timing didn't really suit. But mm. look, you know, I would, it wouldn't be... I'd like never to say never. You know, but, uh, never say never. I don't ne- want to make a fool of myself, you know. Oh no, you'll definitely make a fool of yourself. But that's but then it's great fun, you know. It's great fun. Uh, no, you have to. You just got to get rid of the inhibitions. Just go for it. You'll be amazing. You should definitely do it. But you did do Celebrity Master Chef after retiring, and you actually went and won the bloody yeah. thing. Um, the cooking. Were you always into cooking, or how did all that come about? Because that's a very yeah. high standard of cooking. It it was and um, like that was nearly that was nearly nine years ago, would you believe? So wow. I was at you know I was at that transition in my own sport and career that I was I was retiring from athletics and I was in Australia and I did one of I did one of my best ever training sessions and on the last rep I tore my Achilles and I was devastated and I remember that was it I was I was thirty and I was a little bit like right you know what this this is it now I'm gonna hang up the spikes and. I went back to the apartment and I was in miserable form and I woke up the next day and had an email uh, about, look, you know, would you be interested in doing the show? And I've watched Master Chef. I was always interested in the show. I was always interested in food and cooking, more from kind of a performance background, you know, like trying mm-hmm. to just refuel and do everything right, you know, to be the best athlete you could be, etc. So I said, yeah, look, I'm doing nothing else. So I came all the way back to Dublin and um, I, I did the show and, like I yeah, like nerves. God, I was I was in bits in the first day. I was thinking, what am I doing here? Like this is this is going to be a disaster. I'm going to make a ho- like a holy show myself on national TV. But you know what? I actually got stuck into it and I enjoyed it. And you know, some of the things that I learned over the years from working with various nutritionists and dietitians and things like that. And I think it was at the the right time when like food, like healthy food, was becoming a big thing in Ireland. Like a lot of people were interested in it. And, all these various foods like quinoa or quinoa that mm. people now are staples in many people's diets. Like nine years ago, people never heard of that sort of stuff, you know? So, uh, yeah, it was like, it's a challenge and it was it was good. It was hard. I will say it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Like you obviously work in, in TV, you know, the long hours and the days that are all involved and all that sort of stuff, you know? But I, I was living at home, funnily enough. I'd moved back home with mum and dad and uh, I couldn't tell them how it was going. No, and like all they would say is like, well, the taxi kept showing up every morning, so he must have been doing okay. <laughs> he must have been that. doing okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> look, you know, it is. It, it, I suppose like food is just part of that kind of healthy lifestyle that I, I I'm quite passionate about, and and in my own career was obviously of huge importance. Do you do all the cooking at home? Um, I know Charlotte's probably listening to this, so uh, I better tell the truth. Um, I do I do a little bit. I uh, do you know what it is, right? How I, many times um, a week, David? Oh no! Hang on now. Like, I, I would do probably. Well, I make the breakfast every single morning. Okay. okay? And with three kids, so look, you've got kids yourself. You mm-hmm. know what it's like in the morning time. It's absolute carnage getting them all out. So um, no, I'd make probably. You do about, your bit. No, I do. I'm, like, I'm going to put a number on this just so people can understand. <laughs> I'd probably do like I'd make maybe four meals, evening meals. So that's four out of seven. So that's not bad. That is not bad. We were talking about fussy eaters today um, and kids who are fussy eaters. How are your kids with eating a variety of foods, having a dad like you? Um, do you know what? I have to say they're good. Um, our youngest, um, he's kind of weaning at the moment. He's only nine months, uh, little Louis. So he's um, he's just he just throws the food around the place. It's just carnage, you know. But the other two, uh, Oscar and Olivia, are good. Like they they love salmon, they love prawns, um, things like that, which, good. which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
No, they're, they're all right. They have their moments. Um, you know, I've got to admit that. But no, we try like, I try and kind of get them involved in food as well, you know. So if we're cooking at home, kind of get them involved in it and they kind of have a part to play, then it's like the end result and they, they want to try it, you know, because they help make it. So you know, look, very simply, we keep it very varied, you know, try and get the veg in there, different types of proteins and stuff like that. But we're not... I'm not like I'm not the food police either. You know what I mean. It's to good to get fun. them involved in the cooking. That I find that always helps. Yeah, it does. I think so. Like even if it's look, you know, trying to chop things or stirring the pot, stuff like that. I think it's that engagement piece, and it kind of normalises food and, and and recipes and things, and it just makes it a bit of fun. Um, totally. Now look. I say that as if, like, you know, it's, it's, it's always like that. It's not sometimes, you know, you're under time pressure. And it's just like, just get it done and eat it. Let's go. Come on. Like every household. Uh, David, ta- let's talk about the park runs. How yeah. do you fit the park runs into your busy life? And, and when did it all start? So for me, like, I, I've been involved um, with CHI and Park Run for the last number of years. And it's a great partnership. I think Park Run is, uh, it's a brilliant, brilliant initiative. And it's the largest community-led kind of, exercise healthy lifestyle initiative in the country and I first came across Park Run um, when I kind of retired from athletics I hated running I had enough of it that was it and I was living back at home with mum and dad and I went up to my local park Marley one Saturday morning and I went in the pedestrian gate if anyone knows Marley and I swung a left and I was like a salmon going upstream there was people coming left right and centre and it was the park run. And then I was like you know what I'll go up there on Saturday and I'll be honest ego took over and I was like I was afraid to go up, you know, I'd be people from my local area mm-hmm. and et cetera, et cetera. And um, eventually kicked the ego to touch and said, right, I'm going to go up. And I'd never, ever forget my first park run because I'd never ran a 5K. And that might sound crazy to people because my background is athletics, but it wasn't part of my event. And my first park run, I took off like a lunatic. I just went crazy. Um, and I got to 2K because park runs are all kind of measured, 1K, 2K, et cetera. And I'm not making it up, but a fella passed me out pushing a buggy. I was dying to death. Um, and I remember he kind of looked at me. I looked at him. And I knew what he was thinking. But you know what? I wasn't really in a great place mentally as well because I was trying to deal with the end of the career. I didn't know what I was going to do with the rest of my life. And um, that Saturday morning, I felt great. I felt I was out in, in like green exercise, green space, outdoors. It was like, you know, half ten. And I really felt I'd set uh, my weekend up. And, and that's something that I'm quite passionate about and to, to try and get more people involved in. And that's what this whole campaign with Park Run and VHI start with. That's what it's called, start with. And it can be start with volunteering. It can be start with walking, jogging, or, or running. And what we're trying to kind of do is just highlight the fact that this has taken place in over 100 locations all over the, all over the country. All you need to do is register and you can go to any Park Run. It's free. You don't have to pay a cent and you just turn up. And it's it's catering for all levels. And that's the big thing, whether you just want to go up and volunteer, um, whether you want to just walk it. And don't be put off by that word run. You know, it's it's accessible for everyone. And, and that's something that I think is really, really important at this time of the year, particularly because it's January, New Year's resolutions, and people want to kind of, you know, start things. And when you have something that's on every single week, and I know you were talking about calendars earlier on, um, I'm probably more of a you know, the the tangible in-your-hand calendar mm-hmm. that you can write on. So, again, with, with, with me at home, with Charlotte, three kids, you know, we try and build that in. And There's a junior park runs that take place on Sunday mornings uh, nationwide as well. So, again, you know, if you want to get your kids involved, it's a great initiative as well. So that's what it's all about. And myself and um, your good pal, Lottie Ryan, are, uh, are promoting that in the moment and trying to just get the awareness out there that, look, it's taking it's place. It's there. It's there it's for you in a hundred different locations. Now you've you've done it every uh, in a lot of places, but have you any favourites? 
Ah, do you know what? That's that's a really really tough question because there is there's some fantastic places all over the country. I will admit, right? I was down in Kerry um, one time and I did the Inch Strand Park run, and I have to say, like that was such a picturesque kind of place. You're running on the beach, so it's an out and back, but like we had a beautiful day, and it was just one of these kind of pinch yourself moments. Going, oh my god, like look where I am. This is Ireland. This is what we have on our doorstep. And actually, you know, you, you mentioned something there, right? Because there's park run tourists. And they go around to all the park runs nationwide and they go, they try and do it by the alphabet. So A, B, C, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, they try and tick them all off um, through the alphabet. But, you know, again, it's look, it's just a fantastic initiative. And right now, this month as well, um, if you're a VHI customer and you do park run, you get a, you get extra bonus uh, points, which means you get extra rewards. So another kind of incentive just to get out there and do it. And myself and Lottie will be at our local park Jeez, run. Jeez, so, I can't um, talk to anybody. I can't go anywhere without that one popping up <laughs> somewhere. Well, I'm throwing it out there now. She's going to be at park runs uh, this, this month. So um, okay. I'm, I'm going to hold it to I'll her. I'll avoid them like the plague. <laughs> no, uh, they sound amazing. And I'm all for uh, getting out in nature. And this is a great initiative. It's parkrun.ie. Uh, David, great to have you on. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks a lot, Jen. Bye, Take care. love. Jennifer Zamparelli on 2FM. Ooh.